Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis Queer Support Helpline has a great acronym. It goes by SQUISH. That's S-Q-S-H. But it has a serious purpose, helping gays and lesbians by providing peer-to-peer support. Joining me in studio to talk about this newly launched project is Luca Tsai. Luca is the co-founder and project coordinator for the Helpline. Luca, welcome to the show. Hi, Sarah. Great to be here. For those of you listening, do you think the new Squish Helpline fills a key gap for the LGBTQ community? How so? You can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. So, Luca, you're a student at Washington University. University. Mm. What led you to create this hotline? Thanks, Sarah, for inviting me to be here. I think um, my personal experiences play a really big role into how I see the need for this helpline. I grew up in a really homophobic and transphobic environment. Where was that? Singapore. And so um, in, in that really conservative and homophobic, transphobic environment, I experienced a lot of rejection, discrimination. I was very much closeted. I found it very difficult to count, come out to the people around me or to talk about matters of sexual orientation or gender identity in a way that felt affirming and open. When I came to St. Louis, I felt very much more affirmed and accepted by the St. Louis queer community. And I saw the same needs around me of people feeling isolated, rejected, discriminated against. Um, and that comes out in terms of housing insecurity, employment insecurity as well. And that's why I decided to get a grant from WashU to start this project. You make it sound so simple. You decided <laughs> to get a grant. Was I it hard decided. to, to it get was, the funding? It was really difficult. Um, there were a lot of um, paperwork and there was an interview for the process to get into the Civic Scholars Program at WashU. And even after I entered the program, there was a lot of project planning um, as well as conceptualization of the project to make sure that the money will be well spent. So tell us about this conceptualization. Mm-hmm. How does this work in practical terms? You, you mm-hmm. give out this phone number. Yeah. What happens after that? Um, That's a great question. So people can call into 314-380-7774 and a peer support volunteer that's been trained by our helpline with over 55 hours of training in peer counseling will pick up the phone and say, hi, this is the St. Louis Queer Support Helpline. My name is Blank and I use Blank pronouns. What would you like to talk about today? And then the phone call can go in whichever direction the caller wants it to go. Our aim is to provide emotional support and resource referrals and really just to talk about anything that the caller wants to talk about. So literally anything, if they just need someone to talk to, say Mm -hmm. it's not even about a a gay or lesbian issue, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's okay? Yeah, if it's, um, so we serve gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, transgender, intersex, asexual, agender, etc. Really all callers on the spectrums of gender identity and sexual orientation and sexual expression. Um, And anyone can call to talk about anything, even friends, allies, family can call to talk about how to best support someone else. How How do you make sure there's always someone who's going to be there ready to answer? Yeah, that is a really great logistical question. Um, We make sure that we recruit more volunteers than we need for each week's schedule just to make sure that um, for every shift there are at least two volunteers on shift, not only to be backups in case someone doesn't get a volunteer, um, there's always another backup, but also to support each other throughout the shift. And are those people sitting in a dedicated room or Mm -hmm. are they out and about and, and can have these phone calls be channeled to their cell phone? Right. So our volunteers are in a dedicated squish office office, which is in a confidential location in St. Louis, just to protect their safety and privacy. Um, But volunteers take calls in a dedicated office where they are able to focus on the call, take notes if they have to, and then look up resources with the caller at the same time. 
what kind of training did you give these volunteers? You talked about Ooh. how they were all trained, <laughs> but that must be hard to figure out. How yeah. do we come up with the right curriculum to handle mm-hmm. anything? Absolutely. So I mentioned that it's a 55-hour curriculum, which sounds really rigorous, and that's because it is. <laughs> so um, I'm using some of my background working on a different sexual assault helpline and using the skills, the peer support skills I learned from that helpline, including validating, normalizing, myth-busting, safety planning, how to give out resources, how to talk someone through a difficult problem. So that constitutes about half of the curriculum. A lot of, there are a lot of role plays, activities, hands-on practice with these skills. The second half of the curriculum has to do with topics that are very relevant to the LGBTQIA community. These include housing, employment, healthcare, um, anti-racism training, uh, suicide intervention, survivor support. So really, some of the issues that most affect our community. So you guys must have been on pins and needles waiting for that first phone call. <laughs> How long did it take after you launched for the phone to ring? Let me think. I think we got a call on the third day that okay. we launched. Yeah. So that's great. I know. Um, actually, it was kind of it's kind of a funny story. On the first day that we launched, I was doing a test call, um, but apparently I didn't communicate it well enough to one of our volunteers, and so the phone rang off, rang, and then our volunteer kind of freaked out and said, "This is our first call. We're ready." And then they and picked up the you. line. I was like, hi, it's Luca calling. <laughs> what a disappointment. That he I know. You. I know. I was like, this is a test call. And our volunteer was, okay, all right. Bye, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, in terms of these conversations you've had so far, I know you can't talk about specifics, mm-hmm. but sort of generally, what have been some broader themes that, that people have raised? Mm-hmm. I think we... I think people who don't run the helpline might be surprised to hear that a lot of the same themes come up across calls, including isolation, rejection, discrimination. And then some of the very concrete issues that come up repeatedly are housing insecurity, including um, finding it difficult to pay rent, having job hours cut, um, feeling like um, eviction is a constant possibility. Um, Some other issues that have come up include struggling to quit drinking or substance use, uh, feeling isolated from the people around us. And those are, I think, all very tangible and big, big issues that are very difficult to grapple with, and so I'm really glad people call in. With yeah, those, that's with some those. serious stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know you're um, you're hoping to expand your hours going forward. If people mm-hmm. want to help or be a part of this, what sh- what can they do? Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to expand our hours by recruiting more volunteers to take calls on the helpline. We do training classes every summer and every winter. So right now we're in our second uh, training class, which means that helpline volunteer applications are technically closed, but we are accepting, always accepting applications for other volunteer positions on our administrative support and creative teams. And all information, including all applications and links to donations can be found on our website. And what is that website? Uh, Thesquish.org, that's T-H-E-S-Q-S-H dot O-R-G. Okay, so for people who want more information about um, anything that's part of this project. That's where you want to go to check that out. Exactly. So, Luca Tsai, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Sarah. And good luck with this hotline. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.